Hello and welcome to the Summer Camp Stories podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Soundjoinson, and over the past 20 years, I've been a camp counselor, program specialist, group leader, CIT director, and camp director. So join me as I reconnect with old camp friends and learn about their journey and hear their summer camp stories. Tim Hunt to the podcast. Tim Hunt, please report to the podcast. Hey, Bob. Thanks for having me. It's really exciting to be here. Yeah, it's good to see you. I haven't seen, let's see, we probably haven't spoken for more than a couple of messages here and there in you're, you more than 15 years, up. right? <laughs> oh, I did. You're right. Yeah. I, I think you said your kid picked up your phone and dialed me randomly or something. And <laughs> That's right. You're right. Yeah. But yeah, it's actual conversation probably since 2004, I would think. Well, I wasn't there in 04. Okay. That so was the year I skipped. O- yeah. So, so it's just 03 then. Yeah. That's wild. 18 years then. Other Wait, than that no, you cheeky phone. The, you, you were there in 04. No. Because. I was getting married in 04, so I wasn't allowed to come right. over. Right. Yeah. So that was, the, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Yep. It I all bleeds remember. together though, man. I know. Really I understand. Does. You know. <laughs> so tell us then, tell us who you are. Tell us where you are, what you do now, and when you went to camp. All right. My name is Tim Hunt. I live in Mansfield, Massachusetts, near where the New England Patriots play. Nice. I am a correctional officer for the Massachusetts Department of Correction. Okay. Been doing that for a while now. Yeah. Uh, I was at camp from 2003 to 2005. Well, 2003 and 2004 summers. And then in 2005, I went down to West Virginia with Bob Siff. Yep. And Reno and Brett Johnson was there too, and a Mm -hmm. few others. And then we went up to a camp in Maine for the next year. Okay. And that was with Bob too. That was with Bob too. Yeah. Nice. How did you first hear about camp then for your first year? And I know you were there for pre-camp. So you came out for pre-camp that year. So I know some of the first people you met, but tell us about how you heard about camp and then some of the people you met while you were up there. So honestly, it's kind of fuzzy. I, I think I was just looking for something to do. Yeah. And I remember seeing... I want. It wasn't Bug Juice, or maybe it was the TV show Bug Juice, our summer at camp, or it might have been. It was one of the, the um, Nickelodeon yeah. camp shows, and I was like, "Oh, that kind of looks like fun." All yeah. right, so I just started looking, and I don't even. I randomly did a search, and Nishopa just so happened to pop up. Yeah, and they were looking for a hockey counselor, so I just said, "The heck with it," and I applied, and yeah, I got a call from Bob the very next day. Oh, wow. And then it was pretty much on from there. He talked to me about pre-camp, and he had a real good sales pitch on pre-camp. <laughs> we all fell for that, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I really did. I spent, I think I spent four straight days painting that handball wall. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was awful. Yeah. My nemesis. <laughs> but, yeah, so went to pre-camp, and then it was – madness from there it was a lot of fun a lot of fun it's funny we joke about the sales pitch that got us to pre-camp but pre-camp was some of the best times oh for me for sure i mean i loved camp itself of course but pre-camp just being there early getting to do some of the behind the scenes stuff was so much fun and you got to really get to know other people that you wouldn't get to know before absolutely because you're all in that one cabin yeah there's like eight or nine guys in that cabin and you're all just you know, and people kind of came in throughout the week. So yeah. It wasn't everyone at once, but 
you know, I remember the first person I met was Clay Geddes, I think it oh, was, yeah. Australia, from yeah. Australia. And then, you know, you ended up showing up in Cowboy from, I, I honestly, I don't remember his name. I Jeremy. Just, he was always, his name Jeremy. was Jeremy, yeah. He was always Cowboy to me. Yeah. <laughs> and and um, the two sisters that came. Gina and Denise. Gina and Denise. From yeah. Phoenix, Arizona, I think they were from. Yeah, yeah. something like that. And then... Yeah, everyone, it was all oh, so much fun because that's when, you know, Bob was telling us about the last chance and yeah. most of us, <laughs> you know, a good portion of us hadn't been there. And then all of a sudden we go there and it's just, what are you drinking? Yeah. I'm like, I'm 18, but I'm not telling you that. Okay, <laughs> let's have some fun. A magical place. A magical place, the last chance. <laughs> magical place. <laughs> I just finally had to recently retire my last chance shirt. It was very depressing. Oh, really? You <laughs> had it all the way until now. I wish I still had one of those. And then the um, the Quickway Diner t-shirt as well. Yep. They, yeah. You had to have those t-shirts. Oh, absolutely. Did yeah. you even work at Nishopa if you didn't work at Nishopa <laughs> if you didn't have one of those? <laughs> So who do you remember when you were, you know, when camp starts, you know, we had that cabin of us for pre-camp, but then yeah. camp starts and you're in a cabin with a few other counselors and a bunch of kids. Who are some of the folks that you remember for any of those two years, 2003, 2004? It's such a broad question because <laughs> there's so many people. Yeah. Rosie, well, Stephen Rose and Steve Reynolds. Reynolds are my two of my favorite. Yeah. You know, I still talk to them to this day as much as we can. We try and keep in touch. And then Josh Patton, yep. he was a hockey counselor. Yeah, those are really the only people that I still really talk to. Yeah. But there's just like, I, you know, Paul Monteith, Rich King, the yeah. guys that run your podcast, you know. I was trying to go through an old picture album I had. Yeah. Which I really sound old just saying that. <laughs> picture <laughs> album. Physical, <laughs> it's in your hands, it's heavy. Yeah. <laughs> right. And I'm trying to remember people's names. I just, I can't. I, yeah. It's been so long, but uh, yeah, they were some of the, some of the first Rosie and Reno were really the first, I, I hit it off of Reno right away. Yeah. Um, in that first week. And then, uh, and then Rosie, we were, you know, really close and almost actually yeah. gray. That's another one too that, uh, and I know there's so many more and I am so sorry. I'm not coming up with these names. I apologize guys. Oh, you're good. This isn't a test by any means. Yeah. <laughs> But Ramos came, he came out and, and spent a couple of nights with me. And and he, I think he spent the night at my house, at yeah. my parents' house. And then he came up with me to college. Okay. Because he stayed a night up when I was at Plymouth State. And my grandmother met him. She must have been up visiting with my parents. Yeah. And to this day, she's, you know, 97 years old with dementia. How is that nice boy I met from camp with the accent? Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, Ramos, my, my Graham's asking about you. Yeah. She hopes you're okay, and I do too. I haven't talked to you in a while. Oh, he's listening. Jamos, get in touch with both Tim and Grandma. <laughs> it's about time. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, you, you know, you just mentioned that there isn't that many that you still talk to. How, like, frequently do you talk to some of those people? And then... If there was someone that you could reconnect with from camp, who might that be? It's pretty sporadic yeah. when we talk on Facebook. It's usually when memories pop up that I'll shoot them a message or, or vice versa. Yeah. I actually, after listening to Rosie and Reno, I, you know, especially after listening to them, their podcasts, just being able to reconnect, yeah. send messages. 
stuff. It's so hard. Life gets so busy. You know, I have a, a wife and a daughter, a house, a yeah. job, and my job alone takes a lot out of me. And then For my sure. wife's on the do list keeps me busy. And, yeah, you know, it's it's so hard to stay in touch. But it's the nice part about camp friends is it, it, time doesn't pass You're right. with camp friends. You yeah. know, you, you can sit and have that conversation and just you could talk for hours yeah. and it wouldn't matter. It'd just be like you were reporting a, you know, roll call, the, you know, the, the previous morning. <laughs> Everyone down to the mess hall. Let's go. News, you know? but, yeah. So uh, as far as reconnecting, um, I'd really like to talk to Rich King again. Oh yeah. Him and I had a few good conversations at camp and now hearing about the stuff he's dealing with at his house. Yeah. Like that's something I can really relate to right now. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it'd be it'd be great to connect with him. It'd be great to connect with uh Paul Monteith again. Yeah. Rob again. Honey Bowie. Yeah. Uh even Tex. Love to see how Tex is doing. Yeah, can. Tex and Texas. You had uh, yeah, uh, sorry, Tex and Cowboy. Tex yeah. Both of them. Kenneth Kenneth and Jeremy. They're adult Kenneth names. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm terrible with names, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, you're good. I only know I only remember Jeremy's name because Steve Rose sent me a copy of the or photos of a copy of the 2003 counselor list. Oh, so it's, okay. it says Jeremy and then Cowboy in inverted you commas. You know what? I think I still have that somewhere. Yeah, but I'm afraid that I wouldn't know 90 percent of the people because I'd only know them by their nicknames. Well, the, <laughs> some of the nicknames are on there. I think all the okay, nicknames all right, besides love. maybe mine are on there. So, okay. <laughs> and that was you know I'm, I'm thinking back now and. You know, you're talking 2003 was almost 20 years ago. Yeah. They probably with, you know, original emails and phone numbers, you're going to call and get someone's mom. (laughs) I know. It's funny (laughs) because I, from 2001, so, you know, we had Kitchen Mike, right? Yeah. When we were there. I remember Kitchen Mike. And he was there 2003, 2002, 2003, maybe 2004, I'm not sure. But in 2001, my first year, there was a a different Mike from the UK in the kitchen who we called Kitchen Mike. Oh. And I couldn't remember his surname for the life of me. You know, the last time we had any connection was on MySpace, right? Oh, when that okay. was a thing, when we were yep. all friends with Tom. And then Steve Rose sent me the 2001 council list as well. And his his cell number was there. He was one of the only people whose cell number was listed. Because not many of us had cell phones in 2001, yeah. you know. we were, right. They were just becoming affordable. So I sent a, I went on WhatsApp and it said that the number's on WhatsApp. So I sent the person a message. I was like, hey, is this Mike Kemp, Kitchen Mike from Kemp in 2001? And almost instantly, I saw, you know, you can see the person's type. And I go outside and they're like, nope, sorry. And I was Aww. like, ah. Oh. I said, I tried. This this information that I have to find this person is 20 years old. So it was a shot in the dark. But That would have been an epic story. I know. I would have been so excited. I went to Niagara Falls with that guy and all kinds yeah. of stuff. It's got a bunch of people's like... Like everyone's email address is like an AOL email, yeah. which I don't think yeah. many people use anymore. So right. it's, you know, the, the information is useless, but yeah. it helps remember names, which is good. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I found a ton of pictures. I'll have to put them more up. I sent you a couple, but yeah. I have another probably 20 of, and they're all pretty much the last chance pictures. Right. I've, <laughs> that's, I think that's pretty standard. I've got my 2001 to 2003 albums here, and I would say about 40 to 50 percent is at the bar. Yeah, you know. Oh yeah, and I mean, but that's that was camp. You know, you spent your time getting to know your campers, yeah. and you had a blast with your campers. But then, 
you always had a blast going out at night with the other counselors too because yeah. it forced you to meet so many people mm-hmm. and then with maybe a few beverages yeah nothing wrong with that caused you to open up that much more to everybody else yeah. and it was just an all-inclusive experience of everything yeah. you know every aspect that most people don't experience they aren't lucky enough to experience that yeah yeah for so, sure it's it certainly did stuff for me because i that's what i did for the next 20 years you know right that's originally what i wanted to go to school for and yeah it it, it didn't pan out but i i would have loved to do that the rest of my life but unfortunately i just wasn't able to do that yeah well next year memorial day weekend they're having a reunion there for the saturday and sunday so i think we're going all right which is quite which is quite a track for us from the west coast but i'm hoping to convince as many people as possible to go even if they just go for the day you know yeah, I saw that, and it's about a five-hour drive for me. It's not too bad. So yeah, I might might definitely try and make it down there. It'd be great to see everybody. Yeah, for sure. And you know, they're not doing accommodation, <laughs> but the we all know the Middletown Motel is cheap Middletown and cheerful. Motel. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're all going home with bed bugs, but yeah. we can go to Middletown. <laughs> yeah, all those cottages, those little cottages or bungalows or wherever it was that were about forty minutes uh, away, yeah. they were solid too. Yeah. <laughs> So when you think of camp, like what are some of the first big memories that come to mind? And I, I always share a couple, one or two with, with the guest. And there's a, I mean, you already said about the wall ball wall. Yeah. I just remember you very angry at the top of a ladder one day um, <laughs> painting that. And I, I mean, we painted, I painted the pool as well. So yeah. I know, I know how rough it is because no. <laughs> top of that ladder or deep in that pool, it's an extra 10 degrees or so than it was oh, originally. And well, then the also problem was it you, wasn't the first coat. It wasn't the first coat of paint that it would take. It took like eight <laughs> coats of paint. Yeah. It just kept drinking the paint. Well, wasn't it essentially cinder blocks? Really? Yes. I mean, it was It was a very thirsty brick, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I was looking through some photos. I visited camp four years ago to the day, actually, because yeah. they came up in my memories today. And I got a couple pictures of that wall. So I'll okay. send you the pictures to show that it's still nice and green and, and looks good. And that's all That's all because of, of you. And speaking of green, <laughs> the other memory I have is for Color War. You know, I was the green team general and you were one of the two green team lieutenants in 2003. Yeah. And just this image. One, Richard, I think it was Richard Nash, right? He was a giraffe. Yes. And he looked... <laughs> He looked incredible. Like his giraffe head that he wore, like big paper mache giraffe head was incredible. And then either side of him, I'm dressed as a lion and I'd look like a, just a mouse, a, a mouse with a big mouth. Although it was really cool. And you've got this big green frog head on and I'll paint it green. And every time I see that, it just makes me laugh because one, it just looked, it was so cartoony, but good cartoony. Yeah. And it was also just so silly because we were up against like Inspector Gadget and robots and stuff, you know, for the future. And we had nature, but I always, when, when I first think of you, I either think of you on the hockey rink or of you as a frog. And it's just, it makes me laugh every time, every time I see that photo, which you sent to me today as well. So I'll put that photo in your little promo. Oh man, camp, there's so much, you know, <laughs> whether it really is like you, you have two years yeah, and it's just like a blur of everything. Yeah. And I remember a lot of, I used to have a blast with the inner camp game. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. I used to have a lot of fun on raids at night. Yeah. And then we had a, uh, me and any England we were in a cabin and we ended up having like a prank war with our kids. Yeah. 
And that was the other picture I sent you when we were started covering them in shaving cream while they slept. <laughs> Pretty sure that wouldn't be allowed now. Yeah, um, I don't know if you get away with that type of thing now. <laughs> getting, getting like 20 of us in a van that was made for 12 where you could literally see the floor. Yeah. Like holes in the floor rather and see the concrete flying under you as you're driving back and forth. <laughs> wondering if that was going to be the night that you die because he's whipping around the turns and you feel like you're up on two wheels <laughs> your house, you know you're well off after a night at the last chance yeah. and it's uh, just think know. of it as a glass bottom boat you know <laughs> <laughs> that's probably the best way to think <laughs> oh man and then um Oh, that picture I sent you of Rosie. It yeah. shows Rosie randomly one night. I don't even know what it was. He was in a bathing suit. And he comes in. And I think we were doing a night swim or something. Yeah. And we were like, oh, you're, you're definitely missing something. Man. He's like, what are you talking about? We hand him the floaties. And we convince <laughs> him to put the floaties on his arm. And he was so upset when I took that picture. <laughs> it was so funny. Oh, man. Then uh trips that we all went on yeah. so much fun walking around you get to you know you really get to interact with you know you wish you could have taken your whole bunk but at least you get a nice solid day yeah of interacting with like four or five campers however many were in your group and you really got to know them yeah you get to spend a lot of special time with them you know it, it's it's not like where you have everyone together you have five kids that you're really able to you know be able to connect with and have fun with and you know and i had a really good age uh, they were like right around the preteen teenage yeah. years. I was in Reno's division, so thirteen probably somewhere in there. We were talking about before with Zippy and Oppie and, yeah. and all of them, and it was it was just a blast and so much fun. Those yeah. were those were those days were a lot of fun. So what about? I mean, I know you you're partial to hockey, of course, but what yeah. about out of all the activities we did, from the daytime activities that included you know the hockey, go kart, soccer, swim, and all that stuff to the night activities whether it was we were going on a trip to blueberry mountain or roller skating or someone was coming in like the incredible double dutch divas or ron Gone or steve <laughs> mack simon says and then you know those trips as well that we went to to six flags to mountain creek what was just like your absolute favorite activity to do you know i as much as the out of camp experiences were fun i had a blast at the socials yeah, you know the dances when they bring in a DJ and they did one of them was costume kind yeah. of dress up one. Those are some of my best memories. I yeah. think we're doing that. You know, you're just all the kids are just having fun, cut loose. You're all together. You can talk, you can socialize, dance. All they, you know, they do the cha cha slide yep. and the, all that stuff. So you get, you know, no one's too cool to do the cha cha slide. That's right. You know, everyone's having a good time, and I think those are some of the best memories I had there. Yeah. I think it was because there was a couple of versions. There was the toga one that they did once a yeah. year, and then they the Halloween one. I think it was. It was like a Halloween yeah. theme, so we were all dressed. One year, I think it was maybe it was two thousand. It was two thousand two or two thousand three. Myself, Paul Monteith, and then Jason Mialo, who I'm going to interview <laughs> this weekend. We went as traffic lights because we had no idea what to go as, and we just happened to be wearing a red, yellow, and green shirt each. So we just went as traffic <laughs> lights, awesome. and we just had to stay next to each other the whole time. So yeah. we we did we cha cha slide all night. That traffic must lights. have been so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> it was so silly. We have to recreate it though. I've if, if I go back to this reunion, if we do the cha cha slide, I'll I'll get my traffic light yellow t shirt outfit like going. <laughs> <laughs> How would you say that camp 
prepared you for what you do now? Well, um, I work at a level six facility, which is one of the highest. Yeah. And the biggest thing that I think you can take away is being able to talk to people Mm -hmm. in any circumstance. Like I have to be able to talk to someone that is causing themselves self-harm. Okay. And I have to be able to talk to them non-emotionally and just be able to listen to what's going on and talk them down from whatever situation that might be. Yeah. And I really learned those types of things at camp, you know, just being more open to be able to speaking to different types of people. Yeah. You know, you, you can talk to someone from Russia one minute, Texas the next minute, England the following minute. Yeah. So sorry, my dog's going nuts. Oh, you're good. (laughs) We've had a few dogs on the podcast. It's all good. (laughs) So, you know, it really gives you that opportunity to, to be able to be able to interact with people and on your on the go thinking you know that somewhat of organizational skills because you have to be somewhat organized with 18 kids yeah (laughs) and being able oh oh, i suppose being able to hone in 18 individuals because i have to do that at work yeah make Um, make sure there's no sneaking out at night yeah (laughs) (laughs) well you know that's that's kind of unfair to say because i was usually the leader when they did (laughs) all right i'm gonna have to call your boss (laughs) <laughs> um, actually quick note i think one story that i kind of really wanted to talk about Go ahead. was 2003 um it was my first summer at camp it was like week seven or eight i think it was like week eight yeah when the majority have gone home yeah and then, so it was when i had will bonomo zippy oppie all those guys in my cabin yeah and it's like two o'clock three o'clock in the morning and all of a sudden I wake up to like giggling and I look up and there's girls everywhere. Yeah. And I'm like, everybody get out. <laughs> all of a sudden I had a ton of pillows thrown at my head at that point. And nice. I was, all the girls ran out. And I was kind of, I was, I was thinking about that the other day. So I had to put them on blast. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. Cause that last week for us was a little scary because yeah. if, if you guys mess up, that's it. You're no out. Paycheck. No, 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 half your paycheck is, is gone. Yeah. So we always had to be a little extra, a little that's extra on it. Most stuff happened. I know. Well, they knew, they knew. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, I mean, that's when everyone was there and I can't, you know, I can't say I didn't entice them and encourage them to sneak out. Yeah. Considering we were doing the same things with them at the same time. Yeah. But, oh man, it was fun though. Oh, so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. I would do it all over again. Just like, oh, yeah. just like then, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Hands down. So we talked about, you know, the, the disco social type stuff that they did out yeah. there. What are some of the songs that when you hear them now, just transport you right back to camp? The Anthem by Good Charlotte. Oh, yeah. That was our, that was our uh, fight song for... Was it us for Green? We are the, the Bulldogs. We are the Yale Bulldogs. College, okay. Oh, I'm, that College plaque weekend. sticks out to me that Rich King yeah. did, yeah. That was an amazing plaque that weekend. Yeah trying to think there's, there's so many uh pretty much any song that was popular in the late 90s early 2000s yeah. dominated uh, the radio oh absolutely kid rocks um tweet all all summer long yep yeah it's you know i have i have different songs that i listen to all the time that yeah. just but anything that was popular back in the 90s and 2010s was yellow card all that yeah rock stuff that we all use for fight songs yeah anything remotely similar comes up like that yeah 
right back to camp. It's funny how many of my playlists that I have, there's always two or three songs from camp that sneak into any playlist, no matter what mood I'm looking for in a playlist or even what decade. It could be a recent playlist, but there's always a couple things in there. I'm just like, I can't have a playlist without these three things. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Understandable. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, would we've talked about a little bit, but if somehow worked out that you had a summer free, your family would be fine and taken care of and all that good stuff. And a bunch of us that we all know and love could go back and do it one more time. Would you do it again? Absolutely. Yeah. Glenn Kroll, get on that. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying. The camp looks good again. Like he's yeah, been putting some that. work into that camp. So something's going on, you know? Yeah. Oh, well, I know he does like, he runs it out on the weekend, on the yeah. weeks, I think, during the summertime to different groups. Yeah. I mean, it's not Neshoba, you know, without the campers and the kids. Yeah. But the place is still there. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a, that's a great thing. It's, he keeps it amazing for us to be able to visit too. Yeah. Like a couple of years ago, I was in the area and I called him and he's like, yeah, come on down, look around if you want, you know? Yeah. So it was, it was great just to see it again, Yeah. you know? And then all the memories just flood back. Right. You know, you go, you go back in your cabins, you try to find where everyone wrote their name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you go up in the, and look for the, the, you know, I was trying to poke around the athletic building, trying to find all the plaques. Yeah. And I found a couple, but not many, unfortunately. Yeah, I think they're um, all just taken but, down and stored safely. I know a few people have some of them, but hopefully they're in storage. Because the two, th- yeah. I would love to own the 2003 green team plaque. Oh, yeah. You know. That was awesome. Oh, he did such a good job. Yeah. Every, I feel like everything he that kid did as far as for plaque or totem pole or yeah. whatever he just killed it yeah and he made the rest of us look <laughs> yeah i know oh, ja- jamos is furious because jamos would finish second to almost every plaque. That. yeah yes. <laughs> he was on gray team wasn't he i feel like he was on gray that year and we were green yeah. and jamos and rich went head to head yeah that makes I'm sense because sure. i'm trying to think of what the gray team plaque was i mean not the gray team plaque i remember that with inspector gadget and the arm coming out of his head but the totem pole i'm trying to remember what the gray totem oh. pole looked like jamos will as soon as he hears this he'll send me a message telling me exactly what it was with a photo <laughs> but maybe it was i don't know was it a cog some kind of cogs or something i i don't it know very well could have been i yeah i i don't remember yeah i don't, i wish i could say i remember everything from camp but it all just really does blur together yeah. if people would bring up like specific scenarios and specific situations i'll be like yes i remember that but yeah. to to pull it back from memory as individual it, it's it was, tough it, yeah. that could that's kind of a maybe a subconscious reason for me doing these podcasts is just because my memory is going and yeah. i need help <laughs> you know so yeah. all these chats i've had with people for the podcast and then just zooms catch-ups with other people like they feed me little bits of information and i feed information back and yeah. together we make some version of a story that may or may not have happened but sounds yeah. familiar you know but it sounds familiar yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If you went back, so let's say we could go back, what would be something that you would take with you this time to make it easier, to make it more fun, to make it more comfortable? Ooh, I think so. I, I remember hearing someone say fan. Yeah. And that would have been, well, but I had a small, I feel like I had a small fan. Yeah. But it just didn't do anything. I'd say good pillow. Good, yeah. I definitely say a good pillow because like, I remember I used to have to stuff sweat dirt under my pillow to get comfortable every night. Yeah. <laughs> but i'd say a good pillow would be a great thing so the food was always good yeah. like too much that i would have changed yeah honestly. 
With the pillow, I remember, and I, maybe you didn't get this because you were a US staff member, but you live far enough away that you might have got it. But for internationals, we would get a bag when we arrived that had like a pillow, some sheets, and a blanket in it. And I didn't get they that. They were the <laughs> most basic, cheap versions, as they should be, because it's a lot. Of, it costs a lot of money. But I just remember that. I mean, I brought a sleeping bag with me the first year as well, but yeah. I ended up not using it much because I don't like a lot of bedding anyway. And yeah. it was super hot there all of yeah, the time. All, all <laughs> of the time. It was like you're on the flipping surface of the sun. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I, you know, the humidity. And, you know, yeah. in New York, compared to some other places, it's not terrible. But compared to Oregon, where I've been doing camp for the past few years, there's no humidity out here during the right. summer. I mean, it gets hot now. But, you know, there's no bugs, there's no mosquitoes. Out there, it was crazy. Oh, yeah. You yeah. were getting either attacked by locals or mosquitoes <laughs> or bugs or yeah. skunks. We were always <laughs> always looking around, you know, always had someone on oh, watch. Yeah. The security the guys, we, love them. <laughs> the, the amount of times we used to have to sprint that our hockey rink, which is what, 300 yards away? Yeah. Because they thought they saw something in the woods. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't. I I know that a few times we went out there sprinting, and there was never anything there. No, no. You know, I only remember someone that was local coming onto site once, and that was during two thousand and one or two thousand two, early during the training week. And Dean from South Africa yelled at them and chased them down the hill, and they were in a car. I do remember people yelling at Alderbrook because I would do OD at Alderbrook in two thousand two yeah. and three because uh, Jillian was there. Well, maybe yeah. not so much 2002, 2003 for sure. And people would drive by yelling stuff, but they left immediately, you know, they right. were just trying to be funny. And the security people were always right there, so they didn't yeah. stay. I remember one time, I, I'm pretty sure it was Bob that like got in a screaming match with a local over by the hockey court. Oh, wow. The hockey rink. And then he ended up taking off and, you know, the guy, whatever was said, I, I don't remember now, but the guy ended up taking off and that was the most like... yeah excitement i think we ever really had yeah i can uh, imagine them being upset at hearing reveille every two minutes though oh yeah you know oh yeah or like just yeah, camp in general like music everything kids yeah. going nuts all the time but i mean that's they chose to you know camp had been there forever yeah at that point so it's not like they didn't know what they were getting into yeah. either a free awesome july 4th fireworks show it's a good yeah. payoff yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because I feel like <laughs> they, they bring locals over to watch. Yeah, the, the community was invited to that. Yeah. There would always be a ton of people at that, yeah. Yeah. But either, you know, <laughs> yeah, I was actually, before when I sent you that picture, it was funny. I, I was remembering, I was sitting on OD one night, and I screamed because a skunk came out of nowhere and ran <laughs> up and just, like, rubbed on my leg when I'm sitting on the front of the bunk. Yeah. And I booted that thing, and I ran as quickly oh, no. as it was a terrible idea. I didn't get lucky. I, did. I didn't know any better. Yeah. <laughs> I was an idiot. Oh, man. Wow. <laughs> That's tempting fate right there. I feel like there was a skunk under every bunk that I lived in. At all least. the five, six years, however many years I was there. Multiple. Know? Yeah. Multiple skunks. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, all the trash was right in that bin right next to the That's bunk. That's true. Right? And those it's barrels so... we had. And we always had food in the bunk, let's be yeah. honest. Snacks and whatever else. So... Yeah. Well, there was the chipmunks and, that would get in and get yeah. into your food. There was Glenn's cat that would get in and get into the food. Yeah. Muffaletta, yeah. Yeah. you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so any any other story you want to share or anyone else you want to say hi to, give a shout out to? I just want to say hi to everybody. I forgot. 
because I'm terrible with names doesn't mean I don't think about you guys and think about all the amazing times we had at camp and how much of a profound impact it had on me. And it probably had on a lot of people and especially the kids too. the fact that kids, you know, are still able to talk about stories from camp and their counselors and everything Mm -hmm. else. There's a lot as us as counselors, even now, you know, it, it was just such an awesome experience. Thank you to Bob and Glenn for letting me be a part of it. Cause yeah. that was awesome. I didn't spend all my summers at camp there, but I did spend two summers and they were probably some of the best summers of my childhood lives, mm-hmm. you know, by far. And it was just an awesome experience. Nice. Well, thanks, man. Thanks for coming on and, and coming on today as well. I know I kind of surprised you with a, Hey, I got to do this quick. So what are you doing tonight? So I appreciate it. And then, yeah, hopefully I'll see you maybe next year, Memorial Day weekend at the reunion up there. And I'll point out that little bit you missed on the wall ball wall. Big thank you to this episode's guest, Tim Hunt, trusty color war lieutenant in 2003 for the green nature team. And for a frog, he sure found it easy being green that year when we won. Join me again next time. I'll be joined by another one of my old camp friends and discussing our summer camp stories.